Are you ready to jingle those bells? Hello, and welcome to a fresh-baked holiday episode of Wicker Biscuit. Mmm, holiday meals. A bit of beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, a fragment of an underdone potato. There's more gravy than grave about you, whatever you are. Stop it, guys. It's the holidays, and you are scaring the dickens out of me. Sorry, but when we get in the holiday spirit, you just never know what's going to happen. But you do know that this is going to be a good episode. Carl, they're all good episodes. Bitch, this is holiday good. That is true. And hopefully it'll get our listeners into the holiday spirit if they're not there already. Please enjoy. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another fresh episode, freshly baked holiday episode of Wicker a Biscuit. Say something, guys. (laughs) Something, guys. (laughs) Oh! Say hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. There we well, go. All right, let's go through introductions. First, to my left, we've got... Amanda. Hi, Amanda. How you doing? I'm good. And then we got... Courtney. Courtney, hi. And hey. then... Carl. Hey, Carl. And as always, you've got Ryan. Yeah, damn right. I got Ryan. And on Zoom, we've got... Leah. Hey, Leah. We had some technical troubles, but we got Leah in, and she's our Ooh. our holiday friend. <laughs> That's when you try to say something witty and you got shit. I was going to say like holiday satellite. Like... Or like holiday hostess. Yeah, I'm, I'm, either way. We could get dirty and say holiday honey and then she'd be like, bitch, I'm not holiday your honey. N- and nothing but her holiday apron. Molasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to do a different holiday episode here. We're going to do... Well, first we're going to talk, and then we're going to do two different segments. We're going to do one that's going to be sort of a roundtable answering some holiday questions, and then we've got Courtney's mystery holiday trivia. Ooh. Yeah. I want that to be a sound effect that gets used (laughs) often. (laughs) I do, too. Ooh. Do you remember when I I did the EMDR thing for Amanda, and it was, ooh. 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 That reminds me of the video that I was showing you with the... Never mind. You can just cut that out. We'll show it to you later. Okay, okay. But how is everyone doing? I was doing great until you did your ooh. I'm sorry. Triggered. Yeah. Triggered. A lot. I, I'm good. I kind of got a bloody nose at Walmart today, but it didn't oh, like no. leak out. I was just like, oh, my nose is kind of running. And then it I touched it. And I was like, no, that's blood. So I'm just going to... Walk with my head back a little bit and wait till it dries. Well, wow. The dry winter air, like, mm-hmm. coming no already. Kidding. Yeah, that oh, it's messing with me big time. I get such nosebleeds in the winter. Well, between that and then dry skins out around the corner. and mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, that's it's... why, like, winter, I don't know. I was telling Ryan today, as we were preparing for this pod, was just, am I like a Scrooge sometimes about Christmas? Like, is that, I get to the end of the year and everyone's really excited about it and sometimes I'm kind of... Meh. No, no, I I think it's fair to be meh. I wouldn't necessarily call you a Scrooge. I mean, maybe we need to dive in deeper to really have an evaluation. Maybe maybe that's a segment we do at the end where we we all have like a, a Grinch meter for Carl. <laughs> I'm there with you, though. Grinchometer. Grinchometer. Okay, guys, why don't we dive into our segment? So what I've got here is a list of holiday questions. I'm going to read off one, and then we're going to go around the table and get all of your answers. So first up, I have, what is your favorite holiday side dish? Now, we're not talking main entrees. I want to focus on side dishes because 
I've always been a huge side dish fan, and they can vary so much. If you want to throw out whether you're a ham versus turkey person on Christmas or Thanksgiving, feel free. But favorite holiday side dishes. Do desserts count? That's not a side For you, dish. we'll let them count. Thank you. I love pie. <laughs> I think that's you a- married into the right family. <laughs> yes. That's a I valid side ham. dish. <laughs> and she does prefer ham. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would yeah, pie and there's so many different kinds also and they're to potatoes. die for. Potatoes. Oh yeah. Real one. Yes. Yeah. But pie. Pie. In particular pie during like this time of year? She loves the pumpkin. I love pumpkin cream cheese pie. Ooh. But growing up, my grandma made Belgian pie mm-hmm. and the best one was always the rice pie with Cool Whip. So that sounds really gross for people who haven't had Belgian pie, but it's fantastic. It is fantastic. I can vouch. It's... I was gonna say, like the texture, it sounds. I mean, it's it's not a it's not what we think of as pie. Like the if you've crust had like a sweet bready. rice pudding, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, when I was looking at some of my trivia things, I came across some things about Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. they were saying that you know to be you know one would think that pumpkin would be like America's favorite pie. Not so much. It's number two. Any guesses on number one? Pecan? French silk. Nope. Apple. 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 Yeah. Oh. And there's actually an American Pie Association that I damn well want to be a part of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could that Wouldn't be, like, you be is... disappointed if you joined it and it was just you just get together once a year and watch the movie American Pie? <laughs> <laughs> is well, it, do they shorten it to the APA? Because I, I was going to say. Therapist in a, it's the American Psychological Association. But... I would love to pay dues to. I was just going to say, send in your dues to the other one. Maybe get like endless pie. Right. Mm-hmm. You should work that out. Could we get magazines about pie? <laughs> um, that would be that, nice. I'm sure there is one because I, when I was at Target today, did see a magazine on like the rack of like side dishes and side, like there was like a crock pot magazine and there was like Ooh, side dishes yeah. and whatever. And I thought that'd be fun. Do they still have the racks for magazines like they used to? Yeah, like at the checkout. There's yeah. no. I mean, like a big rack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it was like um, not, not really at Target, miles but, of magazines. But they still have them at like. I want to say. S- last time I was at CBS, one. they. I thought I saw. CBS still has. Um, Bam still has them. Yeah. Oh, Bam, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, sorry. That was just no, something no, no. that came into my head. I like it. I like fun tangents. But it's a lot of that like niche kind of like specialty yeah. kind of magazine now. Mm. But perfect for holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Courtney, will you please share your favorite side dish with me? Well, it's not really a side dish as much, but it is a very important piece of a lot of our family traditions and meals. Mm-hmm. And that would be our favorite bread. Oh, Swiss bread. Swiss bread. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh-huh. I, 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 uh-huh. That counts. It, it is a bread that has been handed down among many generations in our family. And um, it's like it's braided in a quadruple braid. It's, mm-hmm. it's very pretty and it's nice. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what my worst hated side dish is? Sure. My dad, and this too has been generations, makes like this jello salad with like the shredded carrot you know all that oh, stuff oh i thought that was just in the 70s oh no <laughs> your dad still makes that yes and oh, wow. um he tried to be fancy so he had the you know the 
the pineapple and the shredded carrot and all that bullshit. And then he made this like jizzy miracle whip dressing that goes on top. Do Wait, you guys, are we talking like consistency or taste? <laughs> Both. <laughs> oh, and it looks, yeah. Oh, it doesn't taste like gin. <laughs> it's a little tangy. How do you know? Fair. <laughs> but it's terrible and it just looks like a a bird took a shit right on your pile of jello. It's just But my dad thinks it's great and fancy. Does he eat it? Hell yeah, he eats it. Why oh. else would he make it? He's I don't know one for decoration. Does. I don't know. The ambiance. Yeah, enough for that rum slush you'll eat anything. Actually, this True year story. I said we were gonna put out cranberry sauce on Thanksgiving just for tradition. And I'm like, nobody's going to eat it. It's just going to sit there. Matter of fact, I purposely will make it stay in the shape of the can. It should. And I just had it, it sit there. The and then fucking ate the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking loved it. It's bizarrely good out of the and can. And then he asked, he's like, Mom, we should have this all the time. Why don't we have this in the cupboard? Well, what? actually, I looked up a recipe for um, cranberry curd and supposedly it's really freaking good you're the second person to mention cranberry curd today that i've heard <laughs> really when i was cleaning the windows at the bank that's what i heard them talking about cranberry curd you were like we're writing a poem and then i did that's fantastic curd is the word about the curd and the bird was the word no but curd is the word curd is the word it went from the can to the pan yeah that's nice and came out can oh, wait, that's can again either way that's the worst kind of rhyme when it's like that's literally the same word <laughs> yeah but you were meaning it about something else so okay i'll allow it i'll, I'll allow it I'll, i like to give a little bit of leniency when it comes to to that but how about we move on carl do you have any favorite side I'm dish just terrible when it comes to this because i i do have a favorite but like if you've got a tie i got a couple, a couple bright that's spots okay. yeah. i do love a good ham i'm more of a ham for christmas but and a ham in general sometimes but I'll tell you, I've been really intrigued by seafood in the last couple of years. So crab cakes, I really enjoyed. Okay. We did do Christmas crab cakes for Christmas uh, two yeah. years ago. Um, my mom, on Christmas morning, when like when I was younger and we had all the family together, she used to make homemade donuts. And I think that's funny because I don't think anyone talked about those a lot, but I thought those were the best. Mm-hmm. But everyone raved about her meatballs. And sure. I mean, they're like a variant of like a Swedish meatball, you know, however. Are they a she... secret Mackie um, Well, the tradition? thing is, I've only made it her way once okay. and it was more involved. It was like pork sausage and beef and Worcester sauce and all kinds of, you know, little spices along the way. But they're so good. And it would be like my aunts would like bull rush through the door mm-hmm. to get these damn meatballs. And I make them the quick way when I make them now. Like, I just get the frozen meatballs. Mm -hmm. And I do some quick shortcuts. But, like, I get. They're good. I mean, and you can mix them with anything as far as, like, a side. You can make them go with, you know, because they're that soupy, saucy, wonderful Midwest kind of thing. Yep. Now, I do 100% get people knocking down the door to get some Mackie balls in their mouth. I was just going to say, Ryan, what do you think about the Mackie balls? I mean... They're large and in charge. <laughs> Are they firm? Very. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd say those I still, them being saucy. I think those Ugh. have to be my favorite just because that's like one of those favorite childhood memory of seeing my family so joyous about something. Mm. Not saucy like covered in sauce. Saucy I know like, what you meant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were they the same size? <laughs> you know, I'm going to be very intrigued by this because Ryan and I, you know, we got, we saw some of the questions, but mm-hmm. we didn't share our answers really. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Oh, is this like the newlywed game? <laughs> A little bit. Can um, we guess? Carl and I played the newlywed game when his friends got married and it was like they were all drunk. So at, like the last couple rounds, Carl and I would just say our answers to each other <laughs> because they were like all drunk and ridiculous. And we're like, this. <laughs> But we would have won anyway because we, we had silly answer like because I used to always joke that like Carl's life went downhill after I got involved. So they were like, What's something that of yours that they would say you've ruined? And so I was like, his life? And so naturally his card was my life. <laughs> like, told you. That is the key to playing the newlywed game. Inside jokes. You'll mm-hmm. win. No oh, matter yeah. what. Yeah. If you're two friends, you can even do it because you'll have enough. Like one of my friends. Where did we get engaged? Well, obviously, home played at the Brewer Stadium. Why wouldn't we? You know, like that is just something you'd do. But that's a thing. Apparently. Sure, why not? Well, if you're going to have this outrageous thing, why not make it really cool? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I threw out the first pitch. Yeah. So we're moving on from my meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) So much like Amanda, my like easy answer is mashed potatoes. Mm hmm. But as I've gotten older and I've been the one making the food for, like, especially for Thanksgiving, like, I always want to try something new. Sure. So, like, one year I'm like, oh, I want to make mac and cheese, like, bake it and everything. It didn't really turn out that well. So, I'm like, I won't do that again. But I'm always looking for things, especially for Christmas, because lately I've kind of been on this kick of, I want to make, like, Victorian Christmas foods. Not authentic necessarily, but, like, ooh, I'll make chestnuts or something. and Roasted on an open fire. No, just in an oven. Well, I'm not going to put a fire in my house. So, no, I think I'll just put them in the oven like it says on the recipe. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, like uh, last year I made Cornish game hens and roasted potatoes. Like I just wanted to be like, oh, this is what they would eat in a Christmas carol. Um, But for Thanksgiving and sometimes for also for Christmas, and this year only for Christmas, I make like this cheesy Brussels sprouts. It's like... You, you like cut your Brussels sprouts in half and then you cook them in a pan so they get kind of cooked and browned a little bit. And you saute them. Mm-hmm. And then you put them in a pan with uh, like chopped up bacon and butter and minced shallots and a little bit of cayenne pepper. Pepper? Pepper? Pepper. <laughs> pepper is the secret ingredient. Pepper is the secret ingredient. Some heavy cream. Some white cheddar and some Gruyere, but I usually don't use Gruyere. I just use Ryan. All the Damn, white cheeses fancy. I can find. Leah, what Ryan, you got? is there pepper in the recipe? Pepper. Pe- pepper. 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 Okay, thanks. Um, and then you bake them, and they're really good. I think that's so great good. about it's that, kind of, too. Like, that, that helped me discover that I liked Brussels sprouts, because I never would have known that. I was going like, to say, oh, I'm not damn, a big Brussels good. sprout fan, but that does sound good. The fresh ones, or even like the bird's eye, like those kind of frozen ones are the best. They're really good. When you do, like, I wouldn't do bird's eye for this recipe, but yeah. like, if you just make Brussels sprouts for dinner, the bird's eye are pretty good, and then you just butter the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But um, it's kind of a good fresh thing to do on, like, the cheap, actually. It, yeah, it isn't that expensive, and if you make enough, you can have leftovers but the cheese the cheese like melts and gets all caramelized on top and it's like oh it's so good so that's that's my favorite side dish besides the standard ones like mashed potatoes and stuffing i didn't expect something that in depth and i'm that's how i roll it's awesome Mm -hmm. it's awesome super awesome well i started having like i have like a little manila folder with the like every year when i make a new recipe of something i have it printed off and i put it in there like then so when it's like christmas time like what am i gonna make this year Hmm. 
Look at my little folder. <laughs> mm. I picture you dressed as Martha Stewart, too. I have been buying aprons lately. <gasps> nice. I loved your mm-hmm. Thanksgiving pictures. Yeah. So I had that apron, and then when I was at the Dollar Tree today, as you can tell, listeners, I went shopping today. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had like a red and white polka dot, very Lucille Ball apron. It's and it's so a, funny. It's a oh. holiday apron, and I'm like, oh, this is an all-the-time apron. And polka dot. It. it is $5. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a, that's a good find. What's your favorite side, dude? Gary? Well, I think in my mind, Leah's sitting right here. Oh, yeah. So, Leah, <laughs> could I have you give us your I favorite like side dish? Sure. I'm your right hand. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with pie, like Amanda. Ah, yeah. But um, specifics? Uh, yeah. I make a chocolate bourbon pecan pie. Oh, hot damn. For Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> that um, and for next time you come over i can if you like um that i go to my best friend tiffany's house and spend with her and her husband and kids and pretty much it's just me and her husband that eat it <laughs> but <laughs> really? more for us Dessert. and uh, there was one year this was like five or six years ago but we we somehow had gotten to some understanding because i was i was in town for christmas for a couple of days mm-hmm we just had like a piece of tinfoil over the pie and just like a fork sticking in it and we'd just like go over like every couple hours and like take a bite <laughs> put the fork back in <laughs> just me and <laughs> going over for a fork full of pie every once in a while <laughs> over the course of a couple days uh taking care of that pie yeah pie i like it i had no are. idea about no i did know about you and baking though i'm sorry I just had a brain fart and I wasn't putting it together. Remember she baked that cake yeah. for our teacher that one yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. It was a pineapple cake. Because yeah. I like sneakily introduced her, or interviewed her yeah, and I did. Yeah, We're yeah, like, yeah. oh man, like the cake that they serve at school here, isn't it lame? What kind of <laughs> cake do you like? And she's like, I like fruity cake and blah, blah, blah. So I found some like pineapple cake in a cookbook and mm. like a cream cheese frosting. Nice. It was pretty good. Good for you. That's kind of a fun, like, I don't know. I think that'd be fun for Christmas time, too. Because you think of a lot of fruit, like, for Christmas. Yeah. Anything else, Leah? No, that's it. All right. That leaves me. So my favorite uh, side dish is just classic mashed potatoes. Like, that's always been my favorite. But I'm very particular about gravy. It's got to be good gravy. Otherwise. Homemade or please tell me not a jar. No, 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 no. I I can't stand jar gravy. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. There's more of a carton, I guess. Uh Yeah, but we used jars until like three years ago. No, no, no. And the carton. The carton's better than the jar, though. Personal opinion, there's something about the jar that I don't care for. But that's it. Well, you don't have to eat the jar. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the problem, right? (laughs) You always crunch up the glass. Just setting the jar on the potatoes. Yeah. It gets really heavy. Yeah, I would say the jar, it definitely has stuff you definitely don't need in your body, probably, like, that often. Yeah, right. Or if you're, like, a vegetarian like Leah ever. (laughs) Yeah. But I would say, like, the McCormick carton that we get is really good. McCormick is good. Yeah. McCormick of gravy available at all fine stores. But are you, like, smooth mashed potatoes? Do you like a little chunkiness? Yeah, I guess the one that I like technically is whipped because it's, like, smooth. But uh, Amanda's a big fan of my mashed potatoes. So we'll like go to a family thing and, and I'll obviously eat the mashed potatoes. But then later she'll be like, oh, we 
we get back home, will you make me mashed potatoes? Because <laughs> I want some of I want some of the special Putnam mashed potatoes. I'm like, you bet your ass, I'll get you some taters. Are you a sour cream, milk, butter? Like, what do you use as your um half and half butter, and then just a little bit of salt? I've been into cream cheese. Really makes it amaze balls. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a gateway drug. See, <laughs> it does. When, when people do stuff well. like when people do stuff like that, I'm always like, that sounds good, but like, but I'll still make it my way most of the time. But I would try yeah. other things, yeah, just and for I, like special occasions, usually special occasions, right? Because yeah. who really needs cream cheese? We did a non-dairy yeah. one for our nephew one year, and it was just like um, chicken soup base and some yes. other stuff, and it was actually good. It was good, but it wasn't the same. I would say potatoes are a great thing. Like they're a great side just in general. Oh God, yeah. That anyone can typically make. I mean, I so also versatile. Put on my list like cheesy hash browns. I remember it was the first time I ever had them was at a Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. I love cheesy hash browns, oh. and I thought that was amazing. And how I make them now, they would go perfect with your balls. Typically, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, we just, we just want a whole meal of crockpot things. Oh yeah, but oh my typically, god, I thought you were gonna say more... Carl's crotch. <laughs> Carl's <What>? crotch pot. <laughs> Ooh. We're going to do a potluck, and it'll be Carl's crotch potluck. I don't know if you want to be like, yeah, it's been sitting there all day. Like, I don't, I don't think that's appetizing. But instead of cream of chicken, we use, I typically use cream of celery now. I think it just, oh. it makes it like <coughs> pop a little bit more, and mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Because like, I don't know that I always want that savory kind of taste. Sure. Because especially if you're eating other, you know, meats and stuff. I think it's just a little too heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's something to consider. That's oh. cool. Did you know that as I was doing a little research, it says that 80% of Americans actually do not like the food that they make for holidays, but what? they feel like they have to do it because of tradition. Um, grandma. Yes. My grandma waited about 90 years to tell us, I don't really like turkey. <laughs> so for like the last four thanksgivings that she was around my aunt would always make like chinese food for, <laughs> for oh. thanksgiving hmm. so, yeah, i can see the moral obligation like you just feel like well, tradition was, holds its place i think too like being a depression era sure child like there was a lot of stuff my grandma ate regularly that she told me well, i don't really like it she didn't really like strawberries but my whole life she ate strawberries all the time mm-hmm. it was just like mm, you just eat them i'd say that's probably a midwest wisconsin like cuisine issue right like i think about my mom even growing up out of the like the World War II years as a child, mm-hmm. you'd get like certain staples from the government. So like, oh sure, you know, if we think about our hot dishes, casseroles, whatever you want to call them, you know, a lot of them are such basic ingredients. Right. And so, I mean, throwing mm-hmm. throwing butter is a common thing, but throwing maybe cottage cheese or cream cheese or anything like that, that would be very special. Like that would mm-hmm. enhance it. Sometimes when Carl's being cute, I just stare at him when I smile, and then he gets like self-conscious and looks at me like, "What? What? What am I doing wrong?" I just love you. Do I have something on my face, no. or is there something cuteness. burning in my crotch pot? Crotch pot. <laughs> your lips on your face. I left There's it on. Lips, Carl. Yeah. Side note: I'm turkey over ham, but I'm down with both. I'm down with both, but I don't usually make ham. I'm a big turkey lurky person. We literally make both every one because. Amanda's all about the ham, and I'm all about the turkey. I like turkey, mm-hmm. but I Just really want ham. ham. Yeah, I get it. And I don't remember. My mom started well, I, making I love ham, you enough to like, make both. <gasps> Mom. 
I had a friend so in high good. school who their family for I don't think it, I want to say it was Thanksgiving they made lasagna. That would be a good one though. I mean, I try to think of all the you know vegetarian vegan kind of options you could do for certain things. Yeah. So sorry, I make um a lentil loaf like meatloaf, but it's mostly made out of lentils and walnuts and breadcrumbs and like shredded carrots and mushrooms and other stuff. It's kind of like a meatloaf. Yeah, that sounds good. It is pretty good. I, you know, being through my my COVID years and my eight months of not being able to taste stuff, I'm always kind of intrigued by vegetarian. Well, because we had to go options. sort of vegetarian for a while because Carl, like, meat tasted weird to him, so he couldn't mm. enjoy any for. Well, and that was me, like for how many weeks? Yeah, and well, part of me was like, why eat it in that certain oh health wise for my own when you, needs? When you go through a period where you can't taste anything, every night is like, what do you want for dinner? Who cares? I can't taste it, so let's see, whatever. <laughs> you forget how much you enjoy eating when you aren't enjoying it. Like, mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't even remember what we ate for Christmas that year. I mean... That was the year I made the Brussels sprouts for yeah. the first time. and That's what I actually was a catalyst for, yeah. We made, I made that corn. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was like cream cheese and something. That was a little heavy. Cause it's like the weird part about corn is when you make it, you always make too much. And it was like, I made less than what the recipe said. And it was still like, we're not going to finish all this corn. There's so much. Did we just make another turkey that year? I don't know. I feel like we did. I don't know. Or did we just like have, I don't know, like Boca Burgers or something? No. I don't remember. That wasn't. We probably just had turkey. I probably just didn't taste it and probably just ate it. Could be. (laughs) All right. So next up, guys, we've got share an awkward family tradition. So I f- feel free to pass if you want, but um, we'll start going around with Amanda. Do you have one? No. Okay. <laughs> Amanda's going to pass. Courtney, do you have any silly or awkward I, traditions? I think that we do. Don't we, Carrie? Oh, I'm, well, I'm sure we've got tons. Well, but... well, for for our Christmas, we would always go to my grandpa's. We mm-hmm. would play the white elephant oh, yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, one of, I think the things that always made us like kind of laugh every year is we had in the gifts mixed as somebody's white elephant gift was always a jar of pickled eggs. Yes. Yep. And every year that same jar of pickled eggs would come back and <laughs> mm-hmm. we would spend so much time trying to disguise it. Yep. To make it I like we made it into a that. bottle of wine. We had it look like everything. Yep. And I mean, it even traveled, didn't it travel with our cousin once all the way to California yeah. and then back again? I think it did. I thought he brought new ones. He did. Um, one because time it did break. Th- there, it was not. Ugh. It was not the same one for like over twenty years. It yeah. did get replaced when it started to get too gross. But the tradition stayed on, and whoever got the eggs would bring it back. Yeah. And then they started getting nice, where they would mix in, where you would get the eggs, but they'd put something else with it, so you weren't completely skunked. Yeah, but uh, who was the original purchaser? Purchaser of that the would eggs? be my parents. Really, <laughs> yep, I was were... wondering who started it. I want to nice. say, I want to say it was Uncle that that got it the got first it the time. first time, and he just had this smirk, and, and he's like, it. "Well, you know what you're getting next year." Uh-huh. And I mean, they took it to like the next level. Like we would, you know, try to even just. Because you knew who had it, so you'd watch his gifts walk through the door to kind of see, like, okay, I'm going to make sure I'm not taking Gary's because I know he had the eggs last year. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. Come on, Gary. I know. Jeez. But it's been forever since. Yeah. That's what's fun about White Elephant, though. A lot of them, 
repeat certain aspects. We, we do White Elephant at my family reunions. During the summer. Oh, okay. During the summer. And there used to be like a novelty mug from a golf course that had like in between the layers of the plastic was like uh, like a golf club and a ball and whatever. Some At some point it had melted into like a dishwasher or something. Uh-huh. So that like every year would show up for about ten years in a row. It was always like, oh, there's there's the, usually the like melted golf club. One of the oldest bottles of booze, like oh yes, that you like pulled out like in the way back of the cupboard. Oh yeah, they would. There was always like, and sometimes whoever got that gift, it was like, well, let's all have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for bringing that up, Courtney. So do you know why they call it white elephant gifts? I honestly don't, but I would love to know. Because the most expensive gift that you could give somebody in India is a white elephant, but nobody could afford it because it was the most regal gift. So it's kind of like a pun on like, well, you can't, you know, <laughs> can't get can your white elephant, that, so here's this so... junk from my garage. <laughs> right. Because it was so unfathomable to actually obtain a white elephant that i always like with white elephant sometimes there's an item that someone else brought that is just junk but you genuinely are like oh i need that right because we had a soap dish for many years that was a boy (laughs) holding a seashell riding a dolphin (laughs) (laughs) we called it fish Fish boy (laughs) and i was like oh i need that so we got it and it was in our shower for about 12 years so do you guys play it where after somebody opens, you can go and trade and take yep. from them. Yep. Okay. And we this, didn't do that, did we? Ours was just if you got no. it, you got you're it. You're stuck with the eggs. You're yeah. stuck with the eggs. Yeah. Exactly. We um this last year, there's always some, people always bring extra because mm-hmm. people want to get rid of their junk. Sure. Well, and so usually whoever's hosting the next year would have to take the extras <laughs> with them and bring them back next year. So this year, the distant cousin who was hosting was like, "All right, well, who has a birthday this month?" All right, go get another bag. So she's like, <laughs> everything's going. And I'm not taking any of this with me. That's smart, though. I was reading today, there was an article about the Queen of Christmas, you know, Mariah Carey. Oh, sure. Blah, blah, blah about, you know, and they said one of the traditions she didn't know about was the white elephant. I'm like, I guess maybe she never encountered that before. She said she decidedly wouldn't like that. <laughs> I've been waiting to make this phrase. She's such a biscuit bitch. <laughs> she is a biscuit bitch. Could you imagine a rich white elephant like a rich exchange? biscuit? Yeah, bitch. Like, like a wealthy the, the thing. The things they're getting rid of, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No, I don't. I don't agree with her being the queen of Christmas. It, it's like a self-proclaimed thing. Yeah. You know, and it's not... Well, I feel like it's like a meme. It's more that she has the song that some people hate and some people love. I actually love that song. No, no, but, I love her Christmas album, but to be completely honest. That, like, that doesn't make her the Queen of Christmas. It's just the joke that, like, well... Because we always joke that Fergie only comes out on New Year's, so it's like, oh, they're thawing <laughs> out Fergie for New Year's. Oh, yeah. Thaw out Mariah Carey for Christmas. Oh, I get that. All right. Carl, do you have any awkward you know, family traditions? I was trying to think, like what an awkward family Christmas thing was, but I, I only could think of like, you know, that generational kind of silliness that we talk about all the time or like mm-hmm. stuff that happened in like the last century. And sure. this was the only time of year where we really hosted people in our home. I mean, a number mm-hmm. of people. So my mom had five siblings and their spouses and their children. So this was a lot of people. And so, you know, we'd have to like clean the house and like you do extra cleaning and, we have to make sure we hide all my good gifts because 
I was an only child, so I had the good stuff. <laughs> and but I think about how we prepared for that day. And I would remember going like in the kitchen and we had those two small cabinets that are usually above a fridge. Mm-hmm. And that was my parents' liquor cabinet, which I mean, yeah, I couldn't reach it, so it was not a big deal. But that's where the ashtrays would be. And I was in charge of placement of the ashtrays in strategic locations throughout the house. And I think back to that and I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone was smoking. Oh, yeah. And like, it blows my mind that my mom would like, make sure this house is spotless, but then everyone would just smoke in the house. Mm -hmm. It was disgusting. But these ashtrays, I'm like, (laughs) mom really went out. Like, she got really nice glass ones for company. I'm like, mom doesn't even smoke. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know how much more streamlined that story was when he told it to me earlier today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My parents also had nice glass ashtrays for when certain company came, but my neither of my parents smoked. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. such a weird, like... My I, mom had an ashtray. It was just a simple one, but my grandpa smoked. The grandpa that isn't shared with me and Courtney, but... Uh, yeah, so we, we always had ashtrays, too, for him. You'd think, like, company, but, I'll have, like, maybe I'll have a coffee maker or even just Sanka, or I'll have some hot chocolate packs. <laughs> oh, well, I got an ashtray. Well, but <laughs> when most people smoke, why wouldn't you? Yeah. And that yeah. even when less people were smoking, it still would carry over. I just thought that over. was your job. Like, Carl, honey, <laughs> right. it's time to get out the Christmas. Were you in charge yeah. of making sure they were emptied, too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gross. I mean... I th- that's what I think that's awkward about it. It was super weird. Like, but it's it goes along with how we grew up too. I mean, yeah. I mean, we'd fetch our we'd fetch our family like booze. Like, hey, mm-hmm. Carl, go get me a beer. I'm like, I'm seven. Yeah. You know? We are not the same. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have any weird, awkward family traditions, but like. We we didn't do white elephant for Christmas, but we did do name drawings with my cousins and stuff. Oh sure, that way you just get one present for everybody. That could get awkward sometimes, but not terribly. But I don't know. I it, I just think there was a few Christmases that were awkward where um like I drew so and so's name and they suck at telling us who they want. So mm, it's like I'm gonna yeah. buy them, you know, like or or watching people open gift cards. It's like that's not fun. But what else do you get this person because you don't know what they want. But one year, this isn't really awkward, it's really cute. The first year, Carl was like, coming to family Christmas, my grandma got him, she knew he liked fudge stripe cookies, so she bought him and wrapped like three packages of those. (laughs) So he had something to open. (laughs) That's awesome. That's so sweet. My grandma always used to buy, like my cousins and I, not Gary, but she didn't like him. No, Mm -mm. this is a different grandma. She always bought us cheese balls and black olives. (laughs) Every holiday, birthday, I everything. Love it. Did you really Jeez, love black well, olives? Fuck yeah, we did. Okay, well, the, you is... know what's funny? That's the thing in my family. Not not so much all of us, but like all the like my mom and all the sisters. Oh, mm-hmm. Those Jones girls, they love their black olives. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. interesting that where we live, every like so these are like beyond sides, right? These are like whatever you want to call these the relishes. The relishes. <laughs> <laughs> we always had a relish tray, but mm-hmm. it's like. Everything's so adjacent to bar food, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're like, "But this is my that's, fancy that's, Christmas meal." That's bar <laughs> food, not barf food. <laughs> True. Tavern, pub, <laughs> tavern. Pub, but no, tavern. Ryan's family like they really love Christmas, mm-hmm. and 
it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> when we bought my grandma's house, I knew there was at least one Christmas tree that grandma didn't use anymore and the one that she had been using. So that's two. There were like four. Because there really? were two in the garage. They were like put away. Mm-hmm. But I always thought like when we'd get a new one, grandma must have gotten rid of them. But no. No. she They were still around. So that was one of the times we got a gorilla bag was like well two of the christmas trees are going in here (laughs) and then there's at least i would say at least a half a dozen vinyl of christmas Christmas albums albums, yeah those might be but 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 i told carl that's probably because when they would get records was usually at christmas so people probably bought a bunch of christmas records Mm -hmm. and then once again you're entertaining so you'd put christmas music on but i just like Ryan, did your family really, really, really love Christmas? <laughs> Not more than anyone else. But apparently, we just never got rid of Christmas trees. <laughs> My dad puts four up every year. Hmm. Your dad loves Christmas. He fucking loves Christmas. Yeah. I hear Leah has one. <laughs> I do have one. I'd love to hear it. So... um my heritage is heavily Danish on one side of my family. Oh. And there is a Danish holiday called St. Lucia Day in early December. I want to say like the 10th or 12th or something like that. And my mom thought it would be super cool for us to celebrate that one year when I was, I want to say like eight years old or something is when we started doing this. And the way it was explained to me is the oldest daughter and I have one brother, right? So I'm the only fucking daughter in this house. Uh, <laughs> the oldest daughter wakes up early on St. Lucia Day and makes everyone breakfast. And it's like the fucking holiday. <laughs> that sucks for you. So I'm eight. I'm getting up. I'm making like pigs in a blanket. I'm slicing oranges. Um, I don't remember what else I made. I made coffee. Like, I'm eight years old, and I'm making, like, a breakfast for everyone. Now, were you already vegetarian at that point? No. Okay. I was not allowed to be a vegetarian. But you didn't Um, like meat, isn't that correct? I did not like meat. So, oh. Yeah. So, and also I had to do it wearing, like, a white gown (laughs) with a golden sash. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? Yes. (laughs) Are there pictures of this? I don't know. I'm not done with the costume des- uh, description. Okay, fair enough. Go oh, ahead. There's more. Uh, a crown of like um, leaves with candles sticking out the top. So you had to wear this while you were cooking or this was while you were like presenting the meal? Both. So I think I wore the gown the whole time. I think the candles was just for the presentation <laughs> because the only thing that we had that resembled the headpiece for St. Lucia was our Advent like candle right, thing. Right, right, Because my parents were Catholic. Um, and the base of it was like fucking metal. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like stabbing my scalp while I was wearing it. Oh. Um, so I only wore it for the presentation of the meal to my family members. That's so um, wild. With the, with the candles lit um on top of my eight-year-old head when i'm like i made you breakfast happy saint lucia day and this Um, was you after being up all night at midnight mass doing the angels for the knights of columbus (laughs) it's a different time in december it's like the okay like mid or early december it's it's different i forget what day it is is it kind of similar to like what was it amanda's family did the saint nick stuff 
where there was like a stocking or a shoe. Yeah. Yeah, that's last like, night. I think that's actually, today, yeah. actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Day? yeah. December 6th. Yeah, I think you're right. St. Lucia uh, Day is on December 13th this oh. year. Mm-hmm. So and... get out your advent calendar, wreath, crown, <laughs> and your bed sheet. Make this happen. <laughs> I just think like, even as an adult, you know, we will have, um, our church will have the Festival of Lights this coming week. No, two weekends from now. Mm-hmm. But the Advent wreath is one that we light. I can't imagine putting that on my head. <laughs> big. Like, it's wild. Well, it's like that one kid that set their head on fire. An accident, of course, but in, in another previous story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my story, yep. Yeah. Ooh, good. Okay. So just a little just a little bit of wiki on St. Lucia Day. It's the 13th of December, and the observance commemorates Lucia of Syracuse, an early 4th century virgin martyr under the Diocletic persecution. Of course virgin. Of course. Yeah. Well, I think she was a virgin because she was, like, a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense, too, but then why even say it? Uh, either way. There's that element to, I guess, scripture, right? <laughs> I guess, though, like... In a weird way, like I think of like horror movies and, you know, <laughs> something that'll involve a virgin's blood. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's a little kid, so obviously they're a virgin. But either way, it still counts. I did actually go there. It's always something with a virgin. <laughs> it's always something with a virgin. Um, according to legend, she brought food and aid to Christians hiding in the Roman catacombs, wearing a candle-lit wreath on her head to light the way, leaving her hands both free to carry as much food as possible. So it's practical. Right? Scary as hell, but... Yeah, no kidding. Right. <laughs> That's uh, funny. There was no yeah. OSHA. <laughs> That's not No. So I don't OSHA. know how it then, like, trickles down to be the oldest daughter serves breakfast to the family. They just made that shit up and just said, let's see if she'll do it. It's not... <laughs> That's actually what I was thinking impossible. when she first started talking about it, but... <laughs> I mean, do we know for sure? Have you confirmed with anyone else that they do this? Is that a question to me? Yeah. Like, I, I'm oh, curious. Like, uh, is this no. actually like an epic joke that your f- family was playing? <laughs> and and like, how many years did you have to do this? Um, I feel like I did it for a couple of years. Uh-huh. And then I like was like, uh, I'm good. Thanks. Was actually being a virgin part of the criteria? <laughs> like, could I think, you? I think could that you did, took one for the team. A great Maybe moment. That's when I stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just rip your flaming crown off and be Very like, much. sorry, it happened. <laughs> no longer. <laughs> I've been deflowered. So, oh God, Ryan, awesome. what what are you gonna wear when you make our meal this year? One of my aprons, obviously. Nothing else. Apron and a smile. Ooh. That's gonna be hot enough. Nice. I mean, any shoes, though? No. Okay. I don't usually wear shoes in the house. Okay, okay. See, I, because I'm, like, such an old fogey, like, I like something with support. So either slippers that have, like, memory foam, or I'll just wear shoes. But if I'm standing... Regular old Mr. Rogers. Yeah. So, Leah, any more on that, or should we move on? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. All right. Why don't we move on, then? Number three, I've got best... Christmas Should we song. do best and worst together? So that it's just... Yeah. You know what? I have number four is worst Christmas song, but let's do them together. So I want to hear what your favorite Christmas song is, which you, th- which you personally think is the best, and then also next what you think is the worst. Well, both my favorite and my least favorite um, were actually performed by the same people. Really? The Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Okay. 
And um, my favorite is Carol of the Bells. My least favorite is, um, I don't really know the name of the song, but it has like this children's choir in the beginning. And oh. they're like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's the vagina song. Vagina. Yes, vagina. <laughs> exactly. So those I know are what my, you mean. Uh huh. It's I don't know. It's well, first of all, isn't it choir. like that? Isn't it like the what is it? Pachelbel or something? Canon, it's canon D. D. Yeah, yeah I think which so. is not a Christmas song. It's like a fucking wedding song or there something. There are a lot of songs that I wanted to say as worse, but not because the song itself is bad, but because it's not a Christmas song. Right. They just they maybe mention the word Christmas in it. They're like it's yeah. a Christmas song. Well, it's not. And I have that same thing because I'm like another song that I dearly despise is John Lennon's "War Is Over." Oh, sure. It's Yoko. She does it. It for hurts me. my ears a little mm-hmm. bit. I understand. And yes. like I do, I want to like it, but I hear it in my ear sometimes. Like it just hits my ear uh-huh. funny, and it, it depends on the speakers too. But when I worked in an office and they would play Christmas music all year, that that song would hurt my ears mm-hmm. at that part. I'd like sometimes get up and go to the bathroom. Like oh, before Yoko starts singing, Carl. Would you please share with us your favorite or, in your opinion, the best Christmas song, and then also give us the worst? The Hawaiian Bing Crosby Mela. Oh, yeah. Kligamaka. Yeah. Yeah. I just love it. And what were you going to say, Ryan? (laughs) Nothing. Well, anyway, part of it's kind of a weird, I don't know, like, if you know Hawaiian history and everything, but, like, you know, after World War II, there's a lot of tourism. And this is only like half a century after like the overthrow of the government and the queen. And so there's a lot of just this mixture of people that really appreciate Hawaii and people that are just like tourists. And there's a lot of businessmen. But like, I think this falls really into like the tourist appreciation of the culture. And there's no R or S in the Hawaiian language. So like they had to come up. So this word doesn't really mean directly Merry Christmas, but I don't know. But anyway, the tune just makes me like... Like, I just want to smile the whole time it's on. It just, I've never heard the history of it. It's so like, I didn't know. it's like when I always say, when I like see the Muppets, like that is just pure joy over me. But mm-hmm. that's for me, this is that Christmas song that does it for me. The one I hate the most, mm-hmm. like hate, <laughs> I honestly hate Hey Santa. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. I've always thought it was kind of nasally. Hey, yeah. Santa. And honestly, I was like, really is it wilson phillips and i looked it up i'm like and then i was looking it up and even the video is kind of just like i don't know he didn't finish that sentence yes it is wilson phillips yeah it is and i just i can't stand it another group that i do (laughs) the phrasing and lyrics is just yeah that version Mm -mm. it took me a while to remember that but you're right Uh hey santa (laughs) (laughs) see if they would have said maybe dubbed over the top i mean they got a couple of vaginas they should have just thrown them in yeah Absolutely. <laughs> it would have saved right to the crotch pot. <laughs> That's where this went. But I still don't enjoy it, and I really don't enjoy vaginas. So there that, we go. That's fair. Fair. It's very fair. So now my be- my best is I kind of have two because one's like a traditional song that someone says is a Christmas song, and another one is one that's like specific to a certain movie. But rocking around the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. I can't be sad listening to that song, mm-hmm. and. It does sound like she says, we'll have some fucking pie. And so that's it how does. I sing it. And I told someone that. And they're like, you ruined this song for me. I'm like, really? It made it better for me. But what? whatever. 
And now um, like charted number one this year. I was just gonna yeah. say oh. after yeah. sixty five years, and she was thirteen when she recorded that song really? in nineteen fifty eight. Yeah. I think yeah. she just made a I think she just made a music video. She made for a video too. for, and I wondered if that's partly why it became so big so. again because they're like, oh, I get to see her. That just doesn't sound song. like a young voice at all. No, no, no. You're absolutely huh. right. Unbelievable. But it's good to play when you have like mannequins and um, yes, and you're uh, home alone. And you're home alone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my other one is, um, you know, I'm up a Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, it feels like Christmas. Love that song. When, when Christmas present is singing and. Did you have a hate song? Yes. Oh, there's so much we joy there. Talked about it. Yeah. Oh, I I forgot it. I do not appreciate the song, "The Christmas Shoes." Oh yes. <laughs> I I feel like Elaine on Seinfeld about the English patient. I hate it. <laughs> Because it's really sad and sappy, it and is. like, and I don't like the notes. I don't like the little kid voice. It's like the whole thing, and the, and they just some stations play it a lot at Christmas oh, yeah, time, and it's too. like fuck this song. <laughs> I feel I feel like it's useless pandering. Sure, yeah. you know where it's like, oh, we're gonna tug on some heartstrings instead of writing something good. <laughs> that that might tug on heartstrings yeah. naturally. Yeah, I know. Like I'd rather hear you spending time with your mom than <laughs> not no, buying some shoes. <laughs> and I guess it's be, oh, he's so innocent and sweet. No, it's stupid. Stop it. Get rid of it. <laughs> right. No, I've I I don't have any time for things that I consider sad just for the sake of being sad. So I I'm with you there. Yeah, I'm gonna burn those shoes. I'm <laughs> well, you're up next, Leah. Do you wanna? <laughs> Give us some of your favorites and your worsts. <clears throat> okay. I have some visuals because I'm next to my record shelf. Neat. So not everyone can see it. But one of my favorite Christmas albums is Rocky Mountain Christmas nice. by John, John Denver. Denver. Yeah. Oh. oh, you betcha. So I really like uh, I really like Aspen Glow. Mm-hmm. That's probably my top favorite. And then Christmas for Cowboys. Uh, I don't know why, but I, I like that shit. It's good shit. <laughs> Uh, then we have, nope, that's not it. The Roger Whitaker Christmas album. Ooh. Yeah. And this has been a favorite since I was a, a wee lass. Darcy yeah. the Dragon by Roger Whitaker. He also sings, um, a couple, um, Christmas songs in German. Fun fact. Hmm, that's fun. Um, I evidently have this album twice. I have two copies. Wait. Yeah. So it's like, he's trying to buy presents, but he's starting these little fires and people are really patient at first and they're like hey no worries man um but then he starts a couple more fires and they're like whoa this is getting a little bit out of control uh you can't shop here anymore and he's like but presents for my friends uh but there is a happy ending so um spoiler alert i'll have to check that out yeah it's super cute and um I think my parents took us to see Roger Whitaker sing at one of the county fe- fairs mm-hmm. one year. And it was like the middle of summer. And like we went up to him afterwards and I was like, why didn't you sing Darcy the Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> Summertime. But watch out for my Christmas special. And I was like, but why didn't you just sing Darcy the Dragon? Insufficient <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 answer. And then lastly, I have Julie Andrews' Christmas album. And this one I got from my grandmother's estate when she passed away. Aww. Uh, so there's just some good classics on here. Good stuff. Thanks, Julie Andrews. <laughs> so those are my good Christmas albums that I have. One that I have kind of a love-hate relationship with mm-hmm. would be 
uh, Dominic the Donkey. Does anybody know that one? No. no. <laughs> okay, so it's about an Italian Christmas donkey that... Um, because... <laughs> okay. It's super catchy, but it gets stuck in your head, and then it's stuck in my head for like a week straight, and I can't get it out, and I feel like I'm losing my mind. So it's like... Um, Santa's reindeer can't handle the hills of Italy, so he has to take Dominic the donkey through Italy, and then he can use his reindeer everywhere else. So, the but reindeer it's like fly. <laughs> not in the story. <laughs> not in Italy? I don't know. Oh, um, <laughs> too much vino. <laughs> but it's like dinkity dink, It's Dominic the donkey. Oh my god, I've heard that. Yes, now that that does kind of. <laughs> it's kind of obnoxious, but Gary, were you tortured as a youth? You just song? like triggered some like childhood memory <laughs> yeah, of mine. That noise, just like I totally have heard this song. Did my mom play it on the accordion? Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a full-blooded Italian uncle who I adore, um, who loves that song, and I don't hate the song, but it 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 does kind of uh, grate on the brain if you've heard it too many times. Sure. Um, so I love hate it. Where are you that you hear it too many times? I've never heard it before. Well, I have it on my Spotify Christmas playlist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so boy. it comes up <laughs> of my own choosing. So you, you've uh, done I can it to yourself, it, you know? She's strolling around her apartment in her flaming crown. She <laughs> making breakfast. She's like, Dominic the donkey's coming." <laughs> Can't wait till those reindeer get back. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, but the, I've heard it played on the radio too sure. around here. Hmm. Huh. Well, I wouldn't doubt that. I think you probably have a lot better radio than we have. <laughs> In my experience it's of living call here, into your station. You be, yeah, thankful you have Protest. radio because right? in Chitek, Wisconsin, <laughs> in the country. <laughs> You're getting Christmas shoes all the time. <laughs> For days. <laughs> and like the Jeff Foxworthy, like, days of Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So next on the list, I have, we're going to do five and six together because they match as well. Mm-hmm. We got best gift you've ever received and worst gift you've ever received. And I forgot to tell the audience, Amanda had to step away. So that's why we're skipping Amanda. Oh, it keeps getting hooked on my brassiere. How does that happen? Yeah, I can I can help you out with it later. In the meantime, um, you're my cousin. <laughs> I'm not helping out with the brassiere. I'm helping out with the pop filter. And maybe that's why they call it a pop filter. It pops your tits out. <laughs> maybe I do want one. <laughs> yeah, Carl wants a pop filter. Carol? The most bizarre thing we've ever received as a couple... One year we asked for a hamper, like mm-hmm. for our home. <laughs> we did not get well. We, it was technically a hamper, but it was not like what you think of when you think of hamper. It was this like fabric baby chick. That, like, you're supposed to like lift lift the head up and throw the clothes in and like shut it. It was like I'm not using this. <laughs> This where, is stupid. Where would you, you put it? Do you it? still have this? I want to see no, it. No, no, we got rid of it a lot. Oh, oh, almost right away. Definitely <laughs> donated that. <laughs> like, oh, where would Lord. you... Where does that go? Does that go in the bathroom? Does that go in the bedroom? It's one of those things where you ask for something, and it's a very easy request, and the person in charge of fulfilling that request 
tries to be creative about it, and it just ends up being a problem. <laughs> no, you could have just done what I asked you. <laughs> that would have been great. Aww. That's awesome. Poor baby chick. I wish I would have seen it. It was ridiculous. It, it hung in our garage for a little while. Oh. Like, okay. in the package. Like, I mean, it was... You could, like, hug the thing. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Leah, what kind of gifts have you gotten? Um, I remember when I was pretty little, like, I don't know, four, um, I saw a stuffed animal kangaroo in the store, and I was smitten with it, and I had to have it. And it had a little stuffed joey in its pouch, and I had evidently just learned the word extinct. Um, and so I pleaded with my parents in the store, like, you have to get it now or it'll go extinct because that's what happens to animals. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are like, we don't have money to pay full price for stuffed animals. Sure. Um, but I did get it for Christmas. So I remember like not letting it go for days. Aww, I slept with it for Aww. years. So that was my special kangaroo friend. I remember super little and how we, we would, we would exchange, like the the grandkids would all mm-hmm. exchange names. And I remember one year you got me for the gift exchange mm-hmm. and you bought me, you didn't buy me. I think you handmade it, which made it so much more cute. And you probably don't remember it because you were really little, but it was a tornado maker. I do remember that. Do I do. It was like two like big pop bottles mm-hmm. and they were like joined together in the middle with like colored water in it and you'd like yeah and like shake it and it would like spiral down the, mm-hmm. into the other tube. I do remember that. I love that you remember that. Yeah. Those were so much fun. Those were fun. They were. And we did, we weren't lame and just put in regular water. We put in food coloring. Yeah, it was red. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It was good times. My mom was really good about, um, so she made all of our stockings, like my whole family. So everyone, like adults and kids all had crocheted stockings with their names on them. Crazy, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) But I mean, so like 30, 40 of these things. Um, And she would get everyone every year a Tootsie Roll bank, like the Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But I don't know when it started, but... All of a sudden, she decided to start also getting, like, mini flashlights. And so it kind of became a weird joke in my family because it was like, does your mom think we all need this many flashlights? <laughs> like, she is so worried we're going to be in the dark somewhere. <laughs> and, like, every year it was something so different. It was like, why would you, the mini one or, like, the mini keychain one or, like, the pen one, why would you need this many flashlights? Mm-hmm. But the Tussie Roll Banks were at least good. Yeah. And yeah. the stockings were awesome. And all the chapstick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you should see. She's still, I mean, the stockings she gets for Ryan and I, it's ridiculous. It's like overflowing as it is. And then she's like, mm. oh, but that's still in your stocking. I just couldn't fit it in there. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. That is sweet. Well, I think we'll wrap that up. I did have one R- more. About... Wrap it up because it's Christmas. Ah, <laughs> thank you. Speaking of, I have a joke that oh. I it was on TV the other night and Carl... The girl being told the joke on the show didn't get it, and we laughed. And then I looked at Carl, and he's like, "I don't." So, what dinosaur I is? It. I won't get it. What dinosaur is the best at wrapping gifts? A uh. velociraptor. Ooh. Aww. And Carl goes, "I don't." Or are they because they're fast? <laughs> <laughs> I said Carl because the word "rap" is in their name. See? Oh, Carl, I love that's it. That's why I had to exchange a sweater. But, no, but that's, <laughs> but, but that's Carl, because Carl sometimes expects, 
Carl doesn't expect stupid jokes. He just expects it to be intelligent, and sometimes it's just not. So he <laughs> thinks and thinks and thinks, and you go, no, it's just sometimes this. Sometimes I just look right. around and go, that's stupid. Because <laughs> a lot of times I'll show him a meme or something, and he'll just stare at it. The picture of T-Rex I... trying to rap something, that's kind of funny, too. That is great. Yeah. All right. So we'll end that segment, and we'll be right back with another. And we're back. So on this segment, this is going to be quick. So we're just going to run through this, and you guys don't know what these are. And I know. This is just real quick. And I just want an answer from the trivia is after this. It's really quick, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney's <laughs> making faces over here, listeners. Okay, okay. this is the lightning round of this is This is lightning round. This is the secret one that I didn't share with you guys because I wanted your honest answers. Okay, so we're going to go around the table. But right now, question one, mistletoe. Innocent fun tradition or breeding future horrors? Courtney, go. Breeding future horrors. Carl? Future horrors. Future horrors, and that's why we like it. Leah? Horrors. Horrors. All right. I'm going to say breeding future horrors, too. Honestly, I think it needs to be retired. It's very weird because you think about it. You're with your family Mm -hmm. or you have a mixed group of friends that would be pretty comfortable. Yeah, or strangers. And I think I think there's pressure there. I think there's pressure, and I don't think you need an excuse to kiss someone if you yeah. both want to kiss. Just yeah. kiss Good each call. other. Not really Good honoring call. consent either. No. Right, exactly. Pressure. That takes the joy out of it for sure, right? Yep. I, I yeah. do have one fun fact about mistletoe, if you don't mind me throwing it in. Throw it in now, yeah. Miss, mistletoe was called viscum album by the Anglo-Saxons, meaning dung on a twig. Oh, National Wildlife Federation says it's spread by bird droppings. Interesting. So it's shit on a stick. It is shit on a stick. Well, well, <laughs> mm-hmm. shit. Okay, next one. Caroling, spreading joy or public nuisance? Courtney. Public nuisance. Carl. Joy. Joy. I've enjoyed doing it. Joy. Leah. All of the above. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> For me, um, it's going to be where it's done. If it's done like out in a public place where people are walking by, I say joy. If you're going door to door, then it's yeah, soliciting I, that's not welcomed. I'd say even when we used to do neighborhoods, like it at least be planned. Like, Yeah. If it's planned and you knew the house is ahead of time, that's yeah. fine. But if somebody rang my doorbell and then I'm like, I have to stand here now while you finish the carol, and I ain't bringing a figgy pudding, bitch. No. And maybe it's because I'm a country girl. Like, if somebody randomly showed up on my doorstep in the middle of nowhere, I'd be like, you guys are checking out my sh- fucking shit in I would the say, garage yeah, or something. It'd be very different in the country, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, But in a city, I think there's always kind of that been that tradition of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What if they held up uh, cards about how much they loved you and how they wanted to love you forever and marry you, but don't tell your husband? <laughs> I'd hit him with a shit stick, meaning mistletoe. And you all got that grumpy uh, care bear out there for me. <laughs> nice answer. All right. So question three, ugly sweater contest, good time fun or a blasphemy for poor baby Jesus? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a blasphemy, but why should I go out and buy something that's ugly that I'll never wear again? Fair enough. Carl? Why is it always the cheapest fabric? Like, people would pay a little bit more if they got, like, a favorite one, but you're dying of heat stroke in these things all the time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't answer the question, Carl. Yeah. What do I want to say? Good time fun or blasphemy for poor baby Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) Say I don't it, know. I'm somewhere in the somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Sorry. It's, I say it's good time fun. It but is I, good time but fun. It, but it's it's one of those things where 
I don't know. Like the contest can't be too competitive or serious. It needs yeah. to just be like fun. Because sometimes there's like a picture where all of Carl's roommates have ugly sweaters on, and Carl's in a regular sweater because they all were rich kids who like had time to go buy one. And Carl was like, "I had to work all week, dicks." Right? Yeah, I hate that picture. It's me sad. Yeah, I'm gonna Leah. I'm gonna wait for Leah's response. Is what I meant to say, Leah. Um, I think the fast fashion ex- aspect of it is dumb. But otherwise, I think it is fun and festive. Nice. I think it's fun, but I like it best when you go to Goodwill and try to find like an actual sweater yeah, yeah, that yeah. an old lady would have worn thinking it was cool. Yes. I, like I think I like the repurposed stuff. Yeah. Like, even if you like jazz it up a little bit, like it's a Halloween thing, mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Next up, we've got Nutcrackers. Cute, festive way to crack nuts. Scary as fuck. Hold your horses, Missy. <laughs> Nutcracker's cute, festive way to crack nuts, or why would I want nuts from a creepy doll's mouth? They're creepy. <laughs> so creepy. I think they're pretty awesome. <laughs> okay. You I think they're awesome. Meatballs. I think they're awesome, but only as decorations. Yeah, I wouldn't practically use so them. So you wouldn't, you don't want nuts from their mouth? No. no. Okay. 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 Leah? Uh, my answer is, I wish I could only eat nuts from a creepy dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to go creepy. So I'm going to say, why would I want nuts from this creepy doll's mouth? But um, I don't... I actually went to the, the, the ballet nutcracker this last week. And it's crazy because, like, in the beginning, he's got, like, this weird mask on. And I swear to God, it looked like fucking Leatherface. <laughs> and oh, I'm geez. like, mm, no. I guess I think of, like, the prototypical, like foot tall like yeah. hand painted yeah those... I, I think there's i just the artistry i think is really cool yeah because it's almost like a nesting doll situation but in general dolls creep me out so mm-hmm. that's yeah. courtney are on the same wavelength a little bit i All went right. and saw the nutcracker a couple of years ago and there was a kid and i think his parents or somebody with him a couple rows in front of us and they were clearly trying to t- like talk this 11 year old into like the Nutcracker was going to be a cool experience for him. And he was like, no, this is lame. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, there's going to be like a fight scene. And <laughs> there's like, r- there's rats and there's bad guys and good guys. And um, he's like, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> and then the rats come on stage and he's like, rats, rats. <laughs> <laughs> he like lost his mind for some reason. He was very excited about the rats. And then they were doing like the fight scene with the swords and whatever. And he's like, they're not fighting, they're dancing. (laughs) And I was just like, I was enjoying the ballet, but I was enjoying it that much more through this kid's eyes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're not fighting, they're dancing. (laughs) Uh, It's like um, West Side Story, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to the next one. We got sleigh rides, fun winter activity, or bitch, we have heated cars. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, yeah, and I don't want horse farts in my face. <laughs> oh, fun winter. <laughs> fun, fun. Carl? I don't want horse farts in my face. <laughs> I think it depends. Like, if it's something fun, casual, I would enjoy it. But when it's like doing this fun thing is a bunch of extra work, then I don't want to do it. Right, right. Leah? I'm going to go with fun. And also, last time I saw my dad, he told me a story about how when I was a baby and my brother was probably like four, <clears throat> they went on a sleigh ride and the guy who was riding it 
um up front uh like the whole place was full so my brother sat up on the front bench with the guy who was driving the sleigh and the horse farted <laughs> and the driver guy leans over to my four-year-old brother and goes that's how you get freckles <laughs> oh, my and my brother just looked at him wide-eyed like holy shit <laughs> Yeah, well, you should indeed. I don't like it either. <laughs> so, yeah, pink eye for Christmas. <laughs> right? Horse pink eye. Yeah, no kidding. Double barrel. Um, I'm more on the, we have heated cars for a reason, only because, like, you know, it, it can be fun, but if it's, like, negative out, like, or close to zero, I'm done. I like comfort, damn it. All right, next up, you might have to help me with the pronunciations because I think I'm pronouncing it wrong, but the poinsettias, or is, mm. is it poinsettias or poinsettia? I'm a poinsettia. Poinsettia. I'm, I'm with that as well. Unless you're from the poinsettia region of Liechtenstein. Okay, so poinsettias, beautiful Christmas plant, or why the fuck are you trying to poison my kids and dog? <laughs> why the fuck? Okay. I think they are beautiful. Okay. I don't think about them much. I most of the ones I've ever experienced have been fake anyway. Leah? Much like never mind. Oh no, no, go ahead. No, I just care to leave it. Okay. That. <clears throat> what do you think, Leah? Uh, I say, why the fuck? I feel like most people have them for like a week or two and then let them die. <laughs> so uh, they spend money and then it's a wasted thing. Yep. I also vote why the fuck because I clearly remember like when we had a dog more when they were in the puppy stage and they would chew on everything. We were mm-hmm. constantly being like, oh, my God, stay away from the plant. How do you feel about the Christmas cactus? That's very popular, too. I'd be down with the cactus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's well, the end of these plants can live all the way all year round. But like people don't keep them. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. OK. But that's the end of the segment. So, Courtney, did we go fast enough? Yeah, that was nice. Okay, good. Uh All right, so then we'll take another quick break, and then we'll be back for Courtney. Welcome back, and now we've got a special treat for all you listeners out there. Courtney's got some holiday trivia that'll definitely warm your cocoa. Ooh, I love Ooh, that. It mm. got a little too hot, actually. Mm, yeah, it did get hot you better, steamy. You better blow on that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like it was came right out of your crotch pot. <laughs> okay, guys and al- gals, there Yeesh. we go. What was the biggest Christmas gift ever given? Um, I want to say it was a big roll of cheese. Negative. Uh, it was my heart. I'll give you a hint. And the very next day, they gave it away. Was it the Statue of Liberty? You got it! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, I solid. Feel like we need to like rattle the bells. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Woo! That sounded more like a maraca. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas maraca, <laughs> right? I'll try the I'll try the bracelets next time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, I I like the sound of those. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice and snappy. Mm-mm. Up until 1931, Santa looked very, very spooky. Then, then Jolly, because of this illustrator, Haddon Sunblom, to think. Haddon was hired by this well-known company to illustrate the new and improved Jolly Old Man. Is it for, cheating if I know the answer? For magazine ads. What company was it? Coca-Cola. You're right. Oh, I was going to guess Macy's. <laughs> but it wasn't a guess I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But- 
which makes sense. Yep. No, it's funny because I it was like a picture of a Christmas party that my grandma was at in like the 30s, and the person dressed as Santa. It's like, what the fuck they are, is that? Scary. I mean, in theory, it looks like Santa, but he's not fat, and like the the mm-hmm. mask is just very like droopy it's old like, man. It's like it's half like, Santa, half Krampus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I I think like you think if you think about like the Coca Cola Santa, it is probably one of the most iconic Santas. That's like a clean image. Mm-hmm. You are iconic. But I like that one. Keep them coming. Okay. What was the highest grossing movie since 1980? Christmas movie. Ooh, I'm going to guess Home Alone. Nope. Oh. Die Hard. Nope. (laughs) Batman Returns. Negative. Oh, nice. Do you have one? I don't. It would be Jim Carrey's The The Grinch. Grinch. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. see, I was gonna guess that, and then I, but as like a joke guess, because I didn't think that would be possible. Mm-hmm. That I, is did, I did go to that movie though. In 1980, this was the highest selling toy for children. Cabbage Patch. Cabbage Patch. I'm guessing that was 83. Yeah. Oh, of course, Brian knows the year. It was sold only for a dollar ninety nine. Um, the silly, silly putty. Mm-hmm. But you're on the right track, Ryan. Slinky. Um... Was it Log? Nope. Um, that was slinky. You can still really buy them today know, in stores, and I think they're about eleven dollars. Mm. We just was Rubik's cube out by then. You got it. It was yes. a Rubik's Good job. cube. Good job. Nice. Mm-hmm. It is actually all the same kind of. This is just a fact. Did you guys know that Charles Charles Howard has a Santa school in Midland, Michigan? That hosts 130 Santas each year. It's in Michigan. I thought. Are these I like the Santas that like do the roller coasters and do like the Vegas thing every? Year? I I don't know. It like they. It's a college. They're educating people yeah. on how to be Santas. Like they mall teach them Santas? like etiquette and the history of Santa isms. Okay. Okay. The whole deal. I think they have options to do like sign language and like other stuff like that too. Oh, that's nice. cool. Nice. Right. Um, Probably. Oh, maybe you don't know this one. I was thinking you went, but you went to China. Um, it is a tradition in Japan to eat from this fast food place on Christmas. Oh, I've heard it, but I don't remember. KFC. I think Ryan knows. KFC. You were right. KFC. Because I watched the Weird Food, yeah. uh, the Weird History Food Channel on YouTube, and they talked about like that was a marketing thing of, oh, let's tell people that it's traditional in America to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> on Christmas, and they're like, hell yeah, well, let's do it. so this too is just more like a interesting fact um in 1965 astronauts wally and pardon me for not knowing the the saying of the last name shira shira and tom stafford played this christmas song from space in the gemini six to mission control i guess i did make that into a question (laughs) (laughs) what year this was in 1965, <laughs> Gary, and further him, Gary just inhaled the microphone. Wally played the well, harmonica. I feel pressured because, like, when it comes to like NASA stuff, I should be on that, but I'm I'm not. Okay, Gary, let's Gary, let's break this take, down. Take that pressure off your shoulders. <laughs> okay, it's okay. You should right. know Christmas songs right played here? in space. No, 
I could tell you other stupid songs played. Is it was it the Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Vagina song? Vagina. No, it was um, Wally played the harmonica and Tom shook the bells and sang Jingle Bells. And also further, they had made it sound like it was a situation going on in the spaceship (laughs) because the spaceship just the. um, shuttle. They said okay. that they had found an unidentified flying object about to enter the Earth's atmosphere, traveling in the polar orbit from north to south. And then they played the song while like NASA was like, holy shit, there's something going on. And then Wally just took it. Yeah. You, uh-huh. Good old Wally. I was like the flight commander for there. I'd be like, fuck you. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Uh, we talked about mistletoe, but um, uh, astronomer George Banos wrote in his 1979 academic paper that the holy star of Bethlehem scientifically was most likely this. Oh, wasn't it a comet at that time? Um, gas. <laughs> like from eating too many beans. <laughs> So we do know, like, the infamous picture of, like, the Bethlehem with the, the North Star or the Bethlehem mm-hmm, Star. Yeah. He he believes scientifically that it was Uranus. <laughs> like, seriously. He's, like, I mean, so it, it could have been It could have been gas from it Uranus. Been. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and that's, that one does get really bright when it gets close. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was still thinking <laughs> so just the way he said it is serious. <laughs> just, oh, I love you guys. That's not something that the Three Kings brought. Apparently, we took one of those spare flashlights that Carl was getting for Christmas and showed Shut up. up. Shut up. <laughs> well, Joseph had to do something. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so guess the restaurant. This restaurant decided to give all of their employees off in 1988, but their biggest problem was that they were open 24-7 and they had no locks on the doors. <laughs> I want to say 7-Eleven, but that's not a restaurant. No. Denny's? I, I would guess like Denny's. a Denny's. Yeah. Do you, yep. know what's, do you know what's really fucked up? What's when really you fucked said, up? Now the next question is what, like about a restaurant, and my first thought was going to go Denny's. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. Well, that's you would so have been the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, you're moon's in Japan. Over, moon's over my hammy. Could you imagine just walking in there and not having staff? Oh, wait. Yeah. It's Oops. happened a few times. <laughs> Management accidentally overlooked the whole... It's insane, you know. though, not having locks on the doors. I mean, yeah. there's got to be some time you cl- lock up or something. I don't know. I don't know. You'd think, yeah, at some sort of emergency or something, they'd have to... Apparently, Denny's no fucks. <laughs> <laughs> In 2017, a study was done that said nine, that the average American spends $983 for Christmas presents, and 75% of people receiving gifts actually hate their gifts, <laughs> meaning $737.25 is spent unnecessarily by each American. <laughs> All because of pressure. It makes sense, I guess. Weird knockoff Care Bears. Right? (laughs) Fragile Campbell's soup ornaments. Oh my goodness. Yes, fragile. Fucker. Fragile. Fragile. Did you know that 15,000 accidents occur strictly by decorating for Christmas? Oh, I could see that. That end up in ERs. Most of them are falls. I bet. Um, Forbes 
did a calculation on Santa's net worth to be around infinity. (laughs) (laughs) It took a... Well, everyone, we're just going to ballpark this. and uh... So fuck you, Elon Musk. Santa's the richest person in the world. So suck it. Uh-huh. Um, in 1801, um, as you know, a lot of people enjoy playing games when the families get together. Well, there was a game called Hot Cockles in 1801 <laughs> where you place your head in another person's lap. Well... <laughs> Other individuals kick or hit you, and you have to guess who did it. <laughs> We're playing that this year. Hot goggles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so you have your head buried, so you can see. In lap, so you, you can't see. see. And somebody would smack the shit out of you. Or kick you. Mm-hmm. And, then and then you, you had, had to, to guess, guess who, who, if you were still alert. Well, we're playing hot cockles. Uh-huh. Now, again, I, at pronunciation, I, I apologize, but um, the, the Catalan region in Spain is known for a game that they played called, and again, it's T-I-O, T-I-O. T-I-O de Nadal, which means Christmas log. Um, children would um, take a log, they would hollow it out, they would draw a face on it, um, add legs and um, they would, day by day, starting on December 8th through December 24th, they would um, put nuts and fruits and water in the log. And then on um, the 24th then, or Christmas Day, I'm not sure, they would um, beat it with sticks, and they then called it the defecating Christmas log. <laughs> that was a wow. tradition. So wait, I'm feeding this log. Wait, no, I'm animating this log, then I'm feeding it, and then yeah. I'm literally beating the shit out of it. Literally, <laughs> and calling it the defecating log. It was a fun pastime for children. Of course. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also, a, and I, I gave it to the you guys, it was a Christmas game. I forget what the name of it was, though, and I wish I would have brought my phone in, but it was a game, I do believe it came from Belgium where they would have a a bowl of figs. And they oh, is would, that where they were like soaked in alcohol? Yeah, they were then... soaked in alcohol and then lit a blaze. Mm-hmm. And the, the object of the game was to grab blazing balls of figs and eat them as fast as you can. And that was just the game brought to you by <laughs> Milton Brothers. <laughs> so when you put them in your mouth, do you think the flame would go out right away so you wouldn't really... I don't know that answer. Ask Leah. She would know. Did you just say Milton Brothers? Yes. Milton Bradley. (laughs) Milton Bradley and Parker Brothers. Yes. They got together and made that game. Right, right. (laughs) Exactly. Why why would I know? Because you're good at things being on fire. Am I? I I don't know if you have to be a virgin for this game. Well, Belgium's close to Germany, and you're an expert in everything German. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Is this for children, too, this game? It it did not say exactly. That picture you sent had kids it's not in like it. like a three and up thing. Okay. <laughs> ages four and up. Right. And that's exactly <laughs> what it said. Ages, I said ages two and up so it wouldn't be a choking hazard, but. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what else is fun for the holidays? What? Nicholson's Nog. Oh, the Nicholson family about it. takes pride 
in the way their nog is refined four times before it gets into the stores and onto your table. Ooh. That's a good quality nog. It sure is. So get, head out and get some Nicholson's nog for your family this Christmas. I'll be is sure to do that. Is it made by men who wear their clogs? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, where can one obtain such a marvelous treat? At all imaginary stores. Ooh. <laughs> When my son was super, super little, now my mom passed away when he was very young, but um, she, she had, again, the woman was cheap. God love her. I, I, I really do. But um, one day I saw my son, um, we had emptied a, can- a carton of eggnog and he says, mom, can you put some water in it? And I'm like, okay. So I give him the carton of eggnog back. He puts the cap on it, shakes it, and said, Mom, it's nog water. And I'm like, what? He says, yeah, Grandma does it. She taught me how to make (laughs) nog water because she didn't want to waste any eggnog in the carton. Oh, my God. (laughs) We always joke about Christmas nog water. (laughs) That is ridiculous, but fun. Uh, for the people. My grandma, it's my, for the people. It's for the my, people. My grandma did a thing kind of like that, but not cheapy. But like when the ranch dressing would get low, she would put a little bit of milk and shake it up so it would come oh. out easier so you'd get more of it out. That is wild. That's, That's like at least stu- milk and not water. Right. That's like stuff we do in the backcountry. Like you go canoeing or backpacking and you're like deep in the forest or lakes or wherever. But like we call it like the human something. And so, like, you have your leftover, like, food in the pot, but then you, like, pour a little water, and then you, like, scrape. Oh. Because you're not, like, really washing your pot, but you want to protect yourself from, like, the wildlife. So, sure. Especially, like, if you're in boundary waters, you're trying to, you know, avoid bears. Mm-hmm. So, but the last person, like, has to drink it. Oh. So, you'd, like, if you're out with a crew, you'd be like, okay. I got to pick my night because <laughs> you're like, I'm not going to drink whatever that is. Yeah. That's disgusting. That makes sense. Hmm. But it is interesting that people do it with just regular household items. You can, you would think you could just get at the store again. Nog water. Like Nog in water. civilized society. Mm-hmm. Well, I promise you Nicholson's Nog is not <laughs> Nog water. It's a hundred percent Nog. hundred percent Nog. <laughs> Refined four times. <laughs> oh, I love it. My uh, my mouth's watering. <laughs> Nog watering. In all the noggiest noggy ways. Oh, I think, I think we're all spent, kids. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I'd like everyone to just... <laughs> How do we want to end this? Um, we oh, know what? how to end this. Which one of you are going to do Merry Christmas and which one of you is going to do Vagina? <laughs> Leah, I'll let you I pick first. Vagina. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, sense. But we do want to thank everyone who's been listening to us for these episodes. And uh, we are we really do appreciate you all. And we hope that you have a happy holiday season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well said. Here, here. They're there. Are you ready, kids? Yeah. I'm ready. And go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and with that, happy holidays, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.
Biscuits. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Wicker Biscuit, a podcast Ahoy production. The producers of Wicker Biscuit are Ryan LeMay, Gary Putnam, and Courtney Hollib. Executive producer is Gary Putnam. Recording and editing was done by Gary Putnam. Check out our social media for updates on upcoming pods and for clips and other media referenced in this episode. Because sharing is caring, the links can be found in the episode note. Check it out! Thanks again from everyone at the Wicker Biscuit family. Mm-hmm.